Let him have it, Chris. Let him have it, Chris. Let him have it, Chris. There's a button. Switch for everything. You're listening to Aerial View Worldwide on the Internet. No tricks, no tricks. What kind of radio show is this? I heard his voice on the tape and really put the hook in it. Sometimes he agrees with the caller, other times he sets him straight. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Nice to see you. Have a nice day.
I'll admit it. I will eat my neighbors. I'm not letting my kids die. I'm just going to be honest. My superpowers being honest, I've extrapolated this out, and I won't have to for a few years since I got food and stuff, but I'm literally looking at my neighbors now and going, I'm ready to hang them up and gut them and skin them and chop them up. You know what? I'm ready. My daughters aren't starving to death. I'll eat my neighbors. See, my superpowers being honest, I'll eat your ass. the same Chris T who does um, the radio show because um, if it is I think your show is really great um, but if it isn't um, I'm sorry to have bothered you yes it is it is the very same Chris T who does the radio show aerial view here on the houndmyc.com tonight coming to you live from Socrates from my store that cave and uh, joined by local luminary Todd Norlander. What's, uh, I'm good. How are you doing? Hi. What's new with you? Ah, Let's get caught up with Todd. <laughs> ah, nothing. I went swimming yesterday in the beautiful uh, Saudi's Beach. The water is fine. You know, people say, you know, it's dirty. It's it's. How can you swim in there? But. Which people? Who says this? (laughs) The locals. Give me some names. I want names. You know, you want to go swimming in a a public pool that's full of, you know, chlorine and, uh, you know... Feces. Yeah, all that. God knows, (laughs) COVID-19, I have no doubt (laughs) what's in a public pool. At least the Esopus Creek, you know, has a flow to it. You know, it comes down from upstate, goes over the falls, and, you know, whatever's in there is soon gone so now uh speaking of the Esopus creek things have been popping up on my social media feed about and and they're coming from the sovereignty's chamber of commerce about the uh, runoff or whatever it is a discharge into the creek and how it's making it all muddy and cruddy and so it's affecting tourism i guess people go to fish and enjoy and recreate well well we had a really wet you know um spring but and, and it was muddy, but right now it was crystal clear. And, you know, from uh, my firsthand experience, it was it was just idyllic yesterday. So come on down. Well, uh, now <laughs> when you bathe, are you wearing like a 1920s wool bathing suit? Are you, you got a straw boater <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah, what, what's what's your getup? Yeah, what's your bathing and, getup? And a rubber bathing hat. Uh, no, just like some cutoff shorts and that's it, you know. Uh, and... Um, uh, right now they don't have the docks up, so you have to like wade out through the muckety muck. But uh, I sort of like the the feel of the silt between my toes. So okay, you know, if you have a problem with that, screw you. Is that what you're about to say? <laughs> yes. If you have a problem with that, screw, screw you. Screw you. You know. Uh, Todd has been here before. You were here a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, I, w- I would say he needs no introduction, but you probably need an introduction. So right. let's tell people who you are and and why you're here on this bricks versus clicks edition. Uh, you know, of aerial view. You know, I moved out of Manhattan about five years ago, lived at Woodstock, settled in Saugerties. It's a beautiful place. Chris opened the store here. It was, it's great, you know, to have somebody I know in town. And um, store is amazing. It's, you know, one of those places where you walk in and want to buy everything in the store. And um, and I want to know, sell you everything in the store, yeah, so that's well, good. You know, and so I, I have the, the advantage. Now I can just be here and look at it all and pretend it's mine and and uh i don't need to spend any money <laughs> well i you've been a, a big help to me too well, uh, with an, any number of things like these display cases 
these vintage uh, 1940s display cases from the Albany Showcase Company. They came out of Bambergers or name another defunct New York City department store. Well, I mean, I'll name like our local Newberries, maybe, you know? It's it, like, it might have been. It might have been an, an A&S store for all I know. I don't uh, know. But oh, yeah, Gertz or... Uh, Gertz. <laughs> That's right. There was a Gertz. Oh, my God. I forgot about Gertz. Oh, yeah, man. I used to love Gertz Plaza um, out on Long Island. It was out in... Um, we, we were a big uh, Times Square stores family. There was a TSS by us. I don't know how many TSSs there were, but there was one in West Babylon that we went Well, there was one time. near me on Hempstead Turnpike, which... Uh, there was another TSS? Yeah, yeah. Damn. There was a place called Pergament, which was sort of like, I'm, you know, a Pergament. discount, you know, store. And then TSS, which leaned more toward, you know, hardware-y, garden-y type stuff. The but, TSS I grew up with was a department store. You could get anything there. You'd get toys, clothing, you know, the right. kind of sort of classic department store. Uh, yeah, I think I bought like Aurora, you know, Monster Models and stuff like that there. Then there was the Billy Blake store. Don't ask me what was going on there. We, uh, we had an A&S nearby. Yeah. We had uh, any number of stores. And, and back then, if you wanted anything, you got in your car, got on your bike, whatever you had, and you went to the store and bought it. Yeah. And Or the other thing that you can do, and, and we were a big uh, Sears catalog family, is mail order. Order something mm. through the mail, and then it would arrive. Weeks later. <laughs> Not hours later. Weeks later, it would get there. Um, and since the rise of not only Amazon, I mean, I guess if you have to have this conversation, it has to really be about Amazon, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're the ones that really changed the landscape and are destroying the world as we know it. So uh, when I decided to open up a retail store, I thought, I thought I have to do this when I think, am I crazy? Have I lost my mind? That's my interior monologue reverb. And I still don't know the answer to that question, I'll be honest with you. I mean, is this, uh, am I on a fool's errand here, would you say? Well, I think now, more than any, any any other time, people are sick of being home. They're sick of ordering from Amazon and having everything come to them. They want to be out there. And having spent some time in your store, there is, you know, the, the human contact. The, the just, some people come in here, don't buy, but, you know, to your chagrin, but... But just the fact that they could come in and like have a chat and look at some stuff and talk about stuff, there's, you know, you don't get that online. You don't get this online. You don't get this experience online. And what I like to say is that uh, the process of discovery is what goes on in a retail establishment like this. You don't know when you walk in what you might be walking out with. And so I, I love that. I love that idea. Well, precisely. I'm not a shopper. I've never been a shopper, but I am a browser. You know, I'll walk into a place like this and, and just like not have any anything in mind. But then suddenly you'll see something that like, wow, <laughs> that is so cool. Got to have it, you know. Got to have it. I hear that a lot. People walk in here and go, oh, oh, look at that. That's so cool. Oh, look at that. That's so cool. And uh, I have to remind them again, it's not a museum. You can. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't do that. I I, that's obnoxious. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that to people. By the way, the phones are open today. I think we have some hot phone action available. If you want to call in at 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV. And uh, tell us about the last thing you bought in a bricks and mortar establishment versus the last thing you bought 
via clicks. It's bricks versus clicks, and we'll see at the end of the show how many people are actually still going to uh, retail establishments like mine and spending their money as opposed to ordering stuff online. I do a mix of both, I'll admit it, because sometimes it's hard to get stuff that you want, except online. Mm -hmm. It's just a little... It's it, it takes a lot of effort, so... Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've only ever ordered stuff online once. I was going to visit my girlfriend and her daughter, and I had specific books I wanted. And I, I scoured all the local bookstores, and when I didn't find the two specific books I wanted, I ended up, like, joining Amazon and getting them from that. And I got back from visiting my girlfriend and found like, Amazon Prime had, like, charged me twice $29 for just being a member of their of their uh, wonderful store and uh, why that's you know. ridiculous <laughs> well <laughs> why would they do that well you know it's like I'm an Alta Cocker and didn't realize that you know I didn't read the the, the long uh, you know the stuff that you're supposed to read that said that I was like signing my life away so damn hey <laughs> yeah. let's see I think we might have a caller anyone there hey, yeah. yeah who's there Hey, Carrie, wow. Calling from uh, Seattle. Yeah. How you doing, man? We can kind of hear you. I can't tell where the hell you're coming out of. Hang on a second. Let me try to fix the audio situation so that we can hear you the way we're supposed to. Because right, right. now, you're going through the speakers. If I do that, say something again. Hey, Todd. That's oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Hey, man. Um, Who is this? Carrie, he, Carrie. he and I in the early '80s, we uh, we were good buddies, but uh, we had a band. I played played guitar and sang, and he he had played bass. And uh, we had this band called Sync, and uh, you know, never yeah. <laughs> never made any recordings. That, that when's the last of. time you heard from him? Well, actually, last summer, uh, close to this time, he was moving from Maine to Seattle, so he didn't want to he didn't want to drive. He 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 called me and said he needed somebody to drive his truck so he and i had classic you know buddy uh road trip across country it was uh, from where to where um he drove from maine down to here Saugerties, and then we drove from Saugerties to seattle you're kidding yeah. oh i so envy that and, that and, sounds uh, great and it was great it was it was an interesting perspective because the rest of the country was still not you know hip hip to the covid thing and we we're going through wisconsin and there were water parks open and you know you know wet kids like all, all <laughs> slobbering over each other and uh, uh hey uh, carrie were you guys better yeah. friends at the end of this trip or worse friends uh we were totally better friends better friends like, yeah. yeah todd has been in my life since i was 16 years old i'm 50 i'll be 57 this year so we've had a 40-year relationship uh, That's we good have, to hear. You know, I, I've moved around a lot, but uh, Todd is like rock solid in in my in my uh, heaven of friends, if you will. What made um, you move from Maine to Seattle? Uh, it's a long story. It's, it's like, either a job like, or or a, or a relationship. It's one of those two. It's not that no, long a story. Neither. Actually. It was neither. It was like, it was Shit. A, well, I mean, you had a friend was, friend that was there. COVID. <laughs> it was the COVID. Well, I was living in Maine. I, I was very isolated. I lived in a very, very beautiful, but very isolated place. And one of my best friends, you know, on the same level with Todd, lives in Seattle. And she was alone. She's got a two-bedroom house out here. Um, 
And we we were just talking for like the entire beginning and middle of the uh, pandemic. And she's like, well, why don't you come out here? Like we can like, you know, do it together because like, you know, we're friends. I mean, there's no there's no there there. Um, and I was like, sure, technically, that's you a know? relationship, um, Carrie. I hate to tell you. I mean, I said well, no, I said a job or a relationship and you were like, no, neither. Well, no, it is do a you, relationship, but it's yeah. not a. Is it going to bloom into something more or no? Was I? I'm sorry. What is it going to bloom into something more or no? No, 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 no. We're no. just we're just buds. Yeah. Okay. We're just, we're just like you know, just moral support, moral moral support, mutual support, mutual support, um, mutual admiration yeah. society. How do you like the Emerald City? How do you like Seattle? Uh, it's it's a it's a beautiful place. It's raining, of course. Yes. <laughs> that's all it ever fucking. Oops, that's all it ever does. I uh, probably shouldn't curse. Um. It's fine. But, uh, yeah, it's a Yeah, the FCC city. has nothing to do with this. The what? The, the, the FCC. FCC has nothing to do with this. We're not going oh, over the air. We're on the internet. So, in this case, oh, okay. it stands Fuck. for fucking... What? Cunts. Cunts. What's the, the yeah. second C? Uh, There's a cocksucker. Fucking fuck shit, cunt, cunt, cocksucker. Motherfucker yeah. yeah, that's what the FCC stands <laughs> for around here. Exactly. I just wanted to check in with you guys and say hi to Todd. And, well, we uh, want to know the I'm last thing you bought at uh, you know physical location versus online. Do you remember? Okay, um, I can tell you that right right this second. Actually, um, I, I've become like obsessed with physical silver. Um, silver I'm a of the of a, the bullion, silver bullion. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm a member of like this subreddit, and it's all bullshit. Whatever. But uh, there's a local coin shop that I go to, and they're just lovely. And I, I go there every time I have a little extra money to buy, you know, like a little silver coin or a bar or whatever. And and um, yeah, cool. So all right, I support. You know, I, I mean, I, I, I'm a restaurant guy, so I live, you know, on people coming into a brick and mortar establishment. Yeah, and I do everything I can to to. Like, even if I go to, like, the supermarket, you know, they've got, like, 10, like, you know, automated, um, you know, like, where you don't have to, like, deal with a cashier kind of thing, you know, like the beep-beep thing. Yeah, the um, self-checkout. Yeah, I always mm-hmm. go to the to the line where the person is because that's how they have a job, you know? I'm with you. Um, I try to do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I never go to the automated, you know, checkout. I always... Like, even if there's, like, the lady with, like, the 9,000, you know, items in her basket, I always go wait online because that means that person has a job. I'm glad to hear that. I I don't like the rise of self-service. I think it's one of the things that's killing retail, you know. Well, it was one of Jersey's early innovations when they made all the gas stations. They cut out self-service, so you had to have someone, like, pump your gas I mean, Thank God for that law in New Jersey. Yeah, I hate when yeah. I cross into New York State. And my first thought is, now I have to pump my own gas. Well, you know, it's yeah, it, they it, have it, that, that's still a law in Oregon. You have to have like an attendant pump your gas. You cannot pump your own gas in Oregon. I would fight that I tooth love. and nail. That's a hill I would die on. Like well, if they ever said, now you have to pump your own gas, I would lead a movement to put an end to that. I'd like, <laughs> I like not pumping my own gas, especially in the wintertime. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. It's terrible. It has to be like regulated. You know, it should just be 
you know, common sense. But well, it should know. be because the goddamn uh, petroleum industry wants to provide a decent experience when you pull into their service station. But they're like, ah, yeah. fuck it, you know, like <laughs> yeah. everybody else, yeah. you know. So uh, did did he ever tell us, Todd? Uh, Carrie ever tell us the last thing he he bought? Well, he silver. silver, right? He's, okay, he's like he's he's you know he's trying to bring down the system by like cornering silver. He he and his cadre. I mean, that, weren't there that, a couple of brothers who tried that in the nineteen eighteen twenties or something like that? What I remember, the brothers. The, which brothers? They're called the Hunt brothers. The that Hunt was brothers in the seventies uh, and early eighties. Oh, is that? It's that. Well, that recent? was gold. Jesus. Gold, wasn't it? No, it was silver. It was silver no, as well. It was, it was silver. silver. Yeah. yeah, a little hard to corner the gold market. I oh, mean, okay. silver. No one's paying all that much attention to. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it seems like yeah, do it under the table. <laughs> so, uh, dare I ask? Um, how much silver you've amassed? At I've this got point? about eighty-two ounces right now. Holy moly! What's the uh, spot price I'm of actually, silver? I was actually interviewed by Reuters, um, and Ooh. the photographer is showing up tomorrow. Hey um, Siri, just, what's the current huh? spot price of silver? Uh, it just crossed twenty-eight. All right, twenty-eight dollars an ounce. Yep. Okay, that's not too bad. Wow. Yeah, he's hold, he's holding on to a nice. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I sold a gold chain recently. It turned out to be like a solid gold chain, and it was worth a hell of a lot of money. I found it. I found yeah, it, nice. you know, years yeah. ago, and it sat on a shelf for years, and then I finally said, I am never going to wear this. I don't wear gold, first of all, uh, unless it's a gold watch or something. No. But, I, I, I got my gold class ring, you know, because everybody was doing it as, as seniors in high school. It cost me about 25 bucks, and... Uh, I never wore it. I, I I saw a kid go up for a layup once with a ring on, and he came down without his finger. Fuck. So what? Oh, what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah. What? <laughs> this is in the local. <laughs> this is in the local playground. So it, holy it, it, crap! <laughs> that's that's wicked. So it, it stood out in my mind. So it's like I, I don't know. I got into the you know fervor, and I bought the class ring, but I never wore it, and they were huge you know just like you could uh punch a guy in the face and knock him out type of rings but uh you know i moved to new york city and i was broke and um and gold was hot and i sold it for like over a hundred dollars and went out and bought like waffles and scallops or something was this thing like solid gold what are you talking about yeah it 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 was was solid gold it was solid gold back then it was a class ring it was like 14 carat son of a gun you know it had a had a plastic jewel but uh (laughs) It's uh, the gold that is worth the money. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, Carrie, uh, you are planning yeah. planning to stay in Seattle, or is there going to be another cross country drive with Todd when you move back? Yeah, well, Todd is my fucking forever driver. So, yeah, he's literally ride or die. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> huh? He's I'm literally there. ride. There, he's, he's literally <laughs> ride or die. I said. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I I'm probably going to be here for at least another year, just because you know I. I can't go anywhere else. I mean, part of me wants to go back to New Mexico, but... Um, well, you chef no types are pretty there. rootless, aren't you? I mean, usually yeah. chefs move all over, don't they? Am I generalizing? Kerry's the greatest uh, baker. I mean, he's, he's... Oh, he's a baker? He's, master he's, baker? He is the master of the sourdough. I okay. Mean, yeah. Nice. Well, thank you know, you, my I first real job was in a bakery. I worked at Cheslax Modern Bakery. I made the bear claws and the pies and... Uh, I love you know, bear claws are the best, right? It was a Polish American yeah. bakery, so yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You make your own bear claws? 
Uh, I haven't made any uh, any pastry as such lately. Uh, I'm going to be actually making some bagels tonight. Oh, um, okay. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm more of like a I, I'm not I don't have much of a sweet tooth. I'm I'm kind of like a savory guy. Savory uh, baker. <laughs> ask all my ex wives how savory I am. Um, Jeez, how many how but, many does he have, Todd? I think three, but uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. Is that is am I exaggerating? Uh, you know. He, what was the, what was the question? How how many ex wives have you got? <laughs> uh, three. I've got three. Three ex wives. He was once married to a cycle slut from hell. In that band of the same name? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you know? Um, do you care to drill down on uh, your failure as a married uh, person? Uh, dude, uh, it was not my failure. It was it okay. Was, uh, it it takes two to far. tango, as Elvis Costello said. As far as Honey One Percenter is concerned, I mean, technically, they they opened up for Motorhead right after the wall fell in uh, in Berlin, or you know, East Germany and, and West Germany hmm. reunited. Um, and so Motorhead was on tour, you know, all through like Eastern Germany, and the Cycle Sluts were opening for Motorhead because they had just gotten signed to CBS or whatever. Um, and your wife like said, I'm too famous for you. Tour. Screw you. I'm leaving. Is that what happened? Yeah, no. Pretty much. I mean, you're kidding. Well, I got it right. <laughs> uh, they uh, got dropped by the label because they changed like label heads like during the tour. Um, and like, you know, all this like monetary bullshit like started happening or whatever. And long story short, you know, uh, they were no they were not a band anymore as soon as the tour was over. And there was just like a lot of drama, you know. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but uh, you've already gone um, much deeper than I thought you would have. Believe me. <laughs> well, anyway, you know, yeah, it, it, it's like rock and roll. You know, it was like totally rock and roll lifestyle, and it just it didn't work with like a love relationship. If you catch my drift, you let know? me guess. I was working literally three jobs. I'm. A, you know, I think I know something like about apartment. human nature at this point in my life, and I and I, I remember years ago. Uh, a shrink saying to me, you know, because I, I kept having these disastrous relationships with uh, women who were uh, very exciting to get involved with. And then the yeah. excitement would turn against you. It'd be like <laughs> the excitement. Then you'd yeah. be like, oh, it's too much excitement. Yeah. I can't deal with the excitement. I mean, when you want to be in a blissful domestic relationship, you need a little more steadiness out of a person. You need someone with yeah. an even keel. The exciting yeah. stuff, you got to leave that behind, Carrie. So your next yeah, no, I, relationship, I, I you got to look for steady. you got to look for someone steady and uh, who likes to have a good time, but also, you know, can not have a good time if that's the case. Right. No, yeah. I, I agree 100%. Yeah, All that right. was exactly my experience. And yeah. I, I left New York City because of it, more or less, because New York City, especially the East Village back in the day, was a very very small town, and I was just like, I can't keep seeing these people who are like part of my, you know, destructive past. Right. You know. So yeah. Got to get the hell out of here. All right. It sounds like you're doing good in Seattle. I like Seattle. Some friends of mine moved out there many many years ago. They like it, so uh, hopefully things will work out for you there in Seattle. Oh right. no, they're fine. They're fine. I just, right. I, I literally just like saw Todd's posting about your uh, radio show a couple minutes ago, and. Uh, I was like, I'm going to call in and surprise Todd. Yeah, because well, I love thanks. Todd. <laughs> well, thanks for doing that. We appreciate that. And uh, you can call in as well if you're out there, 760-422-5528, 760-422-5528, 760-I-CALL-AV. 
I just uh, said goodbye. That's how yeah, you. Yeah. That's how you do it in like professional talk radio. You don't say you're saying goodbye. You just disconnect yeah. them. Yeah. Because otherwise well, they'll keep yeah, talking. It was, um, you know. Well, it was. It was. Really, it was interesting though. Really kind and pleasant that. Uh, to hear from Gary and uh, seems like a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, great guys. Um, Are you going to tell me he's actually a prick or something? Or nah, no, no, okay. I'm not going to seven six zero four two two five five two eight. We're talking about bricks versus clicks today. This is the houndmyc.com in the store with me. We're down here at that cave at one hundred six Partition Street in Saugerties, New York. Today uh, we started opening on Fridays officially. We did a dry run for Memorial Day weekend, but now uh, this is the first weekend. We're going to be open for a while now, Friday through Sunday. So we would love to see you down here at the store. Come on by. I think uh, we had somebody else call in. Phil is calling in. Phil DeGlass. Phil, we're hearing from uh, the Northwest. First Seattle, now Portland. Phil is from Portland. That's right. What's going on, Phil? He said said something about a small town that he was from. In Maine? Yeah. Yeah, he was... It was uh, Billsford, I believe it was, or Biddle Biddle something. There can't be too many Biddles in Maine. So, uh, Bricks and Clicks. Bricks versus Clicks. Oh, sorry. Bricks versus Clicks. Last thing I bought at Bricks was some nightlights. Some little nightlights. Oh, like Mm -hmm. uh, how many nightlights? There were two in the package, and they were really cheap, so I got that. Yeah, because they were made in China. Are these American-made <laughs> nightlights? Yes. I, you know what? I don't know. I would, I would love to. I mean, the last, the last nightlights we had were definitely made in in America because they were kind of boutiquey, you know, cute things. I hope these they were made from, by Union Labor. Are, yeah. I work in the nightlight factory. <laughs> I've been there thirty-four years. So, so what were you stubbing your toe on the way to the bathroom, or? Uh... No, it's. It's nice to have a little glow when you get up in the middle of the night. It's, oh, yeah. uh, I'm not afraid of the toes getting damaged. <laughs> oh, apparently, that was a big thing during COVID. So many people were staying home and not putting on shoes, just walking around in socks. So the you know podiatrists had a, a big uh, uptake. You know, you mean in addition to Jeff Bezos, that podiatrists are making coin during uh, oh, the yeah, pandemic? You know, who knew? You know, damn, all I those people know. who became dentists, they should have been. And podiatrist. Hey, know? Phil, what do you think of that yeah. dump of information recently, speaking of Jeff Bezos, about him and all these rich assholes who don't effectively pay any tax whatsoever? Oh, and surprise, now, surprise. Yeah, now the Justice Department is looking into the leak of the information, not leak. so much... Yeah, Well, you know, somebody who had access to that information at the IRS, it sounds like, released that information leak that information how else do you get yeah. people's tax returns right and find out that they're not paying any tax effectively so now the biden administration is looking into that i hope they're also looking into the fact that there's a lot of people who aren't paying <laughs> their fair share well, let's, well, look, let's look into that i think it's bold of bezos to announce that he's going to go up in one of his rockets i mean and never come back can't that be hacked <laughs> i mean <laughs> can it be hacked that's a good idea you no know, i well, Good you idea. Know, oh, shh, 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 shh. But, <laughs> you know. Wow. You know, um, there's a good chance he's going to blow up. <laughs> full disclosure, I am an Amazon customer. I've ordered from uh-huh, Amazon. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm an Amazon Prime member. I do enjoy uh, their service. It's relatively efficient. and uh, But I, I feel guilty every time I do. I feel guilty because I feel like I'm tacitly endorsing this whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. 
And I struggle all the time with whether or not it's time to write them a letter and say, uh, screw you until you start treating people properly. And by the way, paying your taxes. That would be a good thing to do. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Phil, what about you? Well, it's interesting you should say that my clicks, last clicks was Amazon, and that was some kind of hair mousse that I used, which is <laughs> very, very difficult. So I just, I just. Thought, You're having you know, a party <laughs> over there between the night lights and the hair mousse. There's a lot going on. <laughs> oh, you don't know the half of it. Are you moosing in the dark? I mean, I hope that's <laughs> not the case. Well, I, I have the glow in the dark mousse, so I really need the lights. Wow. wow. You people with hair. <laughs> You sure do like to mention your hair. All right, so uh, retail establishment with is was it the Nightlight store? Where'd you go? Yeah. What was the name of the place? Lowe's. You have Lowe's. Lowe's over there, All right. right. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah, we have Lowe's and Home Depot. But I, I, always, I hate them I both. Go to the store. I always go to the store when I can, and and I always went to the smallest hardware store I could. I like small but, hardware stores. I do. Yeah. Oh, of course. Family run. There's one here in this town. It's pretty yeah, good. Smiths, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. They've been there forever. Yeah, the default for me is go to the smallest hardware store. If they don't have it, go to the next biggest one and then the next biggest one. You know? Phil has nothing but time. He's apparently driving over <laughs> Portland, right, gauging the size of hardware stores <laughs> from outside. That looks like a, I would say, a 20,000 foot uh, hardware store. <laughs> Sounds exciting. Well, there's, no, there's no traffic here. Either, and the trees are beautiful, so it's always good to go out and drive. You've been putting up some lovely pictures of clouds. You know, you and Joni Mitchell, hey, really yeah. into clouds. What advice do you have for Carrie over there in Seattle, who who may or may not stay? What would you say, Phil, to convince him the Pacific Northwest is where it's at? He doesn't think it is? Well, he's kind of vacillating. He sounds like he's on the fence about the whole place. Yeah. I, I, I want to uh, reiterate that his name is Carrie just uh carrie k-e-r-r-y i've been yeah. saying carrie yeah sorry carrie well here on here on the west coast they would pronounce it carrie okay yeah it's a like john carrie yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. okay exactly. it wouldn't say carrie like barry barry you know how halle barry yeah john carrie you're Why? avoiding the subject i asked you what you would say to convince him to stay in the pacific northwest i tell you what when i, I I have no idea. I don't when know. I, I don't know what. what, what he when wants. I drove I Carrie know. to Seattle, I actually went down to visit a couple friends in Portland, and um, what one of the things that made me want to go stay there was like the pot store in every corner. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, we got that here now. Yeah. Well, it was soon. just announced by the town supervisor yeah. of Saugerties that they are going to allow dispensaries. Here. Yeah, yeah. And I'm in a perfect spot for that, actually. If sure. I had a million dollars, I might start that business. I might go into that business. I don't have a million dollars. I hear it's a lot of money well, to open I mean, it's a, it's a cash industry. It's a cash It's a cash-only industry yeah. still because the federal government ha you know, hasn't gotten yeah. on board. Yeah. So you have to hire people with licenses to carry weapons because uh, otherwise you're going to get robbed. Right? right? Uh, yeah. And there's a service now in Jersey called Ding Dong Dank. Dot com where you it's like the old weed deliver you basically call them up and they bring you weed yeah which seems like a smarter model because then you just need a secure warehouse yeah. and a bunch of guys who are willing to drive the stuff all over and possibly right. get robbed right yeah. Yeah. forget robbing the pizza guy someone's <laughs> definitely going to rob the weed guy there's no well, doubt you about know, it. you know pizza guys aren't you know selling stuff that's like you know, 60 80 bucks you know a pop you know I'm just saying they're going to get robbed it's inevitable yeah, yeah. 
I don't know if Phil partakes, though. Phil, you're like a straight edge, aren't you? Yeah, not by choice. It's okay. Just, that's my, I just don't enjoy marijuana. Oh. Well, you haven't tried the right marijuana. Is really what it comes down to. When people say that to me, I'm like, you you just haven't tried the right marijuana. You've there are many strains. You know, if I'm going to become a bud, if I'm going to become a bud tender, I better figure this out. A bud tender. I'm a bud tender. Oh god. I've been in a few legal dispensaries now. Like California was the first place, right? Uh, I've been to one in Massachusetts. And there was one, uh, oh, also in, like, San Diego. So L.A., San Diego, Massachusetts, the people that work there, man, it's like <laughs> they, they're they all over you, like white on rice, as the expression used to go, you know. And, they, and they're drilling down, and they're asking you all these questions. Do you want a body high? Do you want a head high? Right, right. Do you want it something before before you go to sleep? Do you want something for pain? Do you want... And I'm like, I just want to have a good time. I want to have a couple of yucks. Well, you know you what know, I mean? I experimented that, you know, between the indica and the sativa. And this one is a head high. And this one is a body high. Right. And, you know, I smoked pot and I got high. And, you know, it just did. I didn't. You're you're I very. Didn't, yeah. yeah. It's very digital for you. It's on or yeah, off. I yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Phil, I just want, I want my heart to race so fast that I think I'm going to have a heart attack. And then a paranoia overcome me so that I, I really think I should I'm gonna die well and then I just want to go to sleep so that I don't freak out in fear that's what I'm looking for and, yeah and I yeah. seem to get that from everything I try really like it doesn't matter whether you're dealing with uh, yeah. name some strains I don't do even know purple coffee? haze know. do you drink coffee well, Phil no no well that happened that happened the first bunch of times I smoked I didn't smoke for many years and then recently I tried a uh a, a, one of those little beverages looks like looks like the the five hour energy shots. Oh, okay. And mm. it's mm. the same effect. I just got paranoid. All right. Mm. Apparently, there's something in pot that makes Phil paranoid. Yeah, you know, it's oh, like right. everyone has a different. Uh, yeah, it's your it's your chemistry, your body <laughs> chemistry. All right, the rest of us will enjoy it. What do you do when you yeah. need to alter your state, Phil? Do you do anything? Do you uh, bourbon? Bourbon, okay. Bourbon is his uh, weapon of choice for that. Yeah, definitely. Altering your state any, is as old as mankind. Any, any strong, any strong liquor will do. You know, something you can drink. You know, I I can't drink enough beer to make to to get the effect. But bourbon, rum, gin, vodka, it's all good. But I, I usually oh, get bourbon. Yeah. All right. I'll the, get the picture he, now. He's a big brown liquor fan. I got it. I got it. Oh yeah, I like the brown stuff. Brown liquor. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, it's always a pleasure to speak with you. Thank you for the call. Thanks, you take care. Bye bye. Boy, if we get a third call during the show, I'll consider that really a raving success. Todd Norlander's hey, here. Yeah, come on, come on. Let's hear from some, some locals. You know, cats up in Woodstock. Uh, yeah, some you know Hudson Valley folks. Let's hear from you uh, at seven six zero four two two five five two eight seven six zero. I call. AV on thehoundnyc.com where Sundays you could hear Hound Howls at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by Mark and Miriam with the doo-wop chop shop of the year, crashing the party at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, the weather here is beautiful. It's supposed to be nice throughout uh, the weekend. This is the perfect weekend, you know. It's like we had the rainy, rainy weekend two weekends ago, and last weekend we had the, you know, 98 degrees, unseasonable awful humidity and this weekend it's just like 70 degrees sunny it's you know it's nice per- perfect it's nice time here. you know to r- roam the streets of saugerties 
drop into the cave. It's always like cool down here. And, uh... Hey, those are the big bad motorcycle guys out back. Know, yeah, right? they're renting the uh, carriage house back there. And I haven't <laughs> seen them in a long time. They they kind of haven't been around. And now they just they showed up during my show. It's pretty yeah, good. That's well, why yeah, that's yeah. why I had to during the show. I had to close the window. I had the window open to get some fresh air in here um and uh, and then i had to close the window and they still like the rev this is an angry exhaust town that's what i'm finding out yeah. it's what i dub an angry exhaust town in Saugerties because there's just a lot of dudes who like to mash the accelerator <laughs> they want to prove that they got you know the horsepower and they like the mighty rumble and they blah, 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 blah. you know they like that yeah yeah i, I was getting into a little little of the uh meditation type slash yoga scene the place was right above acquired minds bookstore which is right in the corner of like partition in maine and whereas there's a red light and you'd be like getting into your uh zen, zen mind and the motorcycles would be revving at the red light and you just had to incorporate that into your meditation and uh you know. <laughs> what do you think that's about ultimately i mean it's i because to me it's really about like see me hear me it's it's they they want to they want to be heard they want to be seen they're they're worried that they don't matter in the world so if they can go it means it means they've interrupted somebody's day i I guess they they play it off like on the highway you know they don't see us so we we have to be noisy enough that you know loud pipes save lives sure that old bullshit yeah Yeah, exactly but it's bullshit but you know in the middle of town here you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's pointless. You know. You're right, and uh, and still they, they have the the you know hooked up like stereo systems on their bike and they're bla- blast, blasting. Oh you yeah, know, when one of these guys ste- comes through with the Aspen Cade, <laughs> yeah. like the Honda or the Goldwing or whatever, <laughs> and it's fully kitted out, and you're yeah. like, you might as well get a Miata at this point. You're, you know, yeah, you have two wheels, but you got the big. You know, sides, sacks, or whatever they're called. It's, yeah. It's all yeah thing. They're playing stuff like Fly Like an Eagle, you know? It was like, do, 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 do. Yeah, this is the one of the other things I was noticing. I was having uh, dinner at the Partition or the Partition, whatever it's called. It's right next door. I can actually walk yeah. out the back door of my store and walk over there. So I went right. to get a Beyond Burger uh-huh. and have a beer. And it's got one of those streaming jukeboxes that you could program from your phone. So right. I I took it over instantly. I took out my phone, <laughs> bought a bunch of credits because what was being played was like Don Henley and do you know dudes are singing along and I'm like, yeah. Jesus Mary and Joseph, haven't we heard that enough? Haven't we heard <laughs> enough of that? Yeah, why why why? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't even that one. It was like some song called "Get Over It." Have you heard this song? No, Get Over it? no. Thank is God. it Henley or is it the other? I don't know. Fart knocker. What's I, who was the other guy? I don't know. I was not a big Eagles. Glenn or... Fry. Yeah, he's yeah, dead yeah. though, right? I, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know who it was. If only the thing about the streaming jukebox, which I didn't think I was going to like initially, uh, is literally any song you type in any song and it, it's there. They have it. Like, I was playing undertones from my phone, right. buzzcocks. I was playing all this stuff. It was like <laughs> New York Dolls. It was like, I can't listen yeah. to the... Because otherwise, it's just going to be dad rock, classic rock, all night long. I so. had never heard, heard of that. Um, I had friends that used to be in... Um, I used to do an open mic in the Oddfellows Hall across from uh, Exchange Hotel, you know, mm-hmm. with the Exchange Bar downstairs. And this girl told me, like... 
I can infect their jukebox, and we started playing. She songs. she was able to program yeah, their jukebox from, from, from across, across the street. The street. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I like that idea. Hey, we got a few minutes left in the program, and uh, you can call in at seven six zero four two two five five two eight seven six zero. I call AV. Todd Norlander's here uh, for a few hey. more minutes until six p.m. And we're just talking for a moment um, about the. You know, I have this theory that what's really going to affect the rise of electric vehicles uh, is that they don't make enough noise and they don't. Uh, there's not enough smoke coming out of them. So I, I still feel like when Ford introduces their electric pickup truck, the Lightning, I think it's called. They need the shock and awe package, as my uh, friend you know, Kirill suggested. You've got to put baseball cards, you know, in, baseball in the cards spokes. on the spokes. Yeah, they need something so that these assholes—I mean, these people—can still do their blah 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 blah, blah and then you yeah. know, black smoke comes out. But the black smoke would be like patchouli scented. It would be actually good for you, you know. Somehow, oh, yeah. oh wow, what heaven! <laughs> because this is really going to be a barrier. It's going to be a barrier to selling that truck. I'm not even kidding. I know it sounds like I'm joking, but I'm not even joking. No, no. That the, the these guys are going to walk up to that truck. They're going to get in it, and when they hit the accelerator, and it, it just there's a whine. It just goes. Zzz. Zzz, whatever electric truck right, sound right. is gonna they're gonna be like what the fuck <laughs> i don't want that right <laughs> you know what so. i mean so uh i think ford should get on that as quickly oh, yeah, as that, possible that's easily done let's see um, here's uh what is this oh yeah this is what it sounds like most times around here that's what it sounds like most times around here <laughs> there, there's a lot of that, and there's a lot of the classic car guys. I have nothing against classic cars or classic car guys. No, no, you're. Uh, yeah, I just um, sometimes you want a little peace and quiet. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's 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 like, I mean, this is a bucolic little town, but the the fact is, like nine W main highway runs through the center of town. We get the tractor trailers and all. They can't, you know. Eighty seven is a little bit to the west, but. Yeah, well, it, it now, down where I actually live, you know, um, there's the other phenomenon, which is the uh, crappy import car with the uh, exhaust that sounds like a wasp, you know. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's the there's that yeah. like this, yeah. Yeah, that's this whole thing. I just, I'm just saying, just can we give it a break, fellas? Is that okay? Let's give it a break. Thank you. Uh, all right, let's see if we can get one more, two more calls in here. That would be fantastic. 760-422-5528. 760-I-CALL-AV. I'll tell you about the last uh, bricks-and-mortar purchase I made, which was just this morning. I had to go over to the aforementioned Smith Hardware and get a 6-inch bit, number 2 Phillips bit, yeah. for the drill so we can fi I could finish this uh, swell swing-away shelf or desk or whatever that Todd helped me build. Thank you again for that, because yeah, it's going to really come in well, handy. I'm glad it came out so flush, you know. Paint's you know, still not precise dry. Precise measurement is, is key to all. Uh... It's still tacky, just like me. <laughs> i got to figure out something to put on top of this so I don't ruin the paint job. And not a piece of glass that's not going to stick. You know, piece of nice piece of vinyl or something like that. Yeah. Put it on there. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I always have a positive experience when I walk in there. It's a little bit of personal service. You know, and um, they ask if they can help you with anything, and 
I have to get over my initial resistance. Like, why are you talking to me? Like, cause I, sometimes I walk into an establishment. I just kind of want to be left alone, you know, when I'm not, I have to get used to like, they're just trying to make conversation. That's all they're trying to do, which is what I do now. People come in here and I have to very quickly gauge, is this a conversating motherfucker or no, you know, or do they want to have a conversation or no? Some of them don't. No. Well, you know, it's, it's not like when you used to go to um, a lower Broadway to like the jeans or sneaker stores where they're like all over you and you feel like they're trying to make a sale because they're going to get like points and, right. you know, it's. Uh, I hear that. We got an incoming call. You know, we've been we've gone this deep into the program without mentioning that you have extensive retail experience. You've worked in well, retail many, yeah, many years. We're, at, so. we're in a comic store and. Um, St. Mark's Comics, you know, originally on St. Mark's, but um, in Brooklyn Heights, and uh, yeah, yeah, but uh, it was it was an anti-retail store. <laughs> anti-retail. I mean, I mean, you know, we, we sold a lot of comics, but my place was a hangout. It was a, you know, a forum. Cool. You know, and it's like <laughs> we got it. Someone on the phone. Let's say hello. Yeah, calling go. from Los Angeles. Who's calling from Los Angeles? Or Los Angeles area code, anyway. Yeah, it's me. It's me again. It's Carrie. Okay. I figured you got like eight minutes left in the show. I figured I'd call again. Carrie, I'm confused. You were living in Maine. You're now in Portland, and you have a Los Angeles area code. <laughs> no, no, I oh. live in Seattle. Oh, all right. It said something about Los Angeles. I, I, that's interesting. Yeah, that's my. That yeah, I lived in Los Angeles for like 20 years. Whatever. I just kept the same phone number. Carrie, but, likes, yeah, the Carrie same likes comic where yeah. Todd. Todd work was like the it was like an anchor of of like just coolness like back in the day in the East Village. Well, and Todd built all the shelves. I built all the shelves, uh, <laughs> and now I built a shelf in in, in uh, here in, at that in cave. The cave. Come see it, you know. It's, it's I hate to correct you, but it's that cave, that like, cave, like bad cave, like bad that cave. cave. Yes, that that cave, that cave under Pop Vintage, because my cousin's store is upstairs, so. Congrats to my cousin, by the way, a homeowner as of uh, yesterday. Bought a, bought a home here in Socrates. Yeah. yeah. Her. Good for her. So, uh, what, since I don't know you, like, what kind of shop do you actually have? Oh, I would let Todd try to describe it, but it's a bunch of old stuff. Yeah. You know? I mean, right now there's a, a bunch of, you know, paper ephemera, you know, like old fanzines and, you know, they're, they're a records. Um, some model, stereo model equipment, ra- railroad trains, really cool T-shirts, um, guitars, old amps, guitars, old maps, uh, you know, vintage, you know, fifties gir- girly magazines, and just uh, uh, framed uh, vintage posters. Awesome. Yeah, it, it is it's, pretty it's awesome. Like, as I said, you know, you, you come in here and it's like, wow, I would love to own all this stuff, and I, you know, I own a lot of stuff that would, you know, match the store as well. But you can't, you know, you can't own everything. But, but uh, how, how where would you, you put get it? Started, like, what was your what was your motivation for for starting? I'll like, tell you, it's interesting. No a, one's a store no one's... with ephemera because you're never going to hear the word ephemera from anybody except for Todd, um, um, which is what I love about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Um, I worked for a long time in the broadcast and podcast industry. Uh, my job okay. went away in 2018. I started freelancing in audio. Then the pandemic came and killed all my freelance work. So I decided to try something new when my cousin said 
She had lost her space and was moving to a new space. She found this place. It had it downstairs. I thought, let me expand on what I've been doing with garage sales, selling at the punk rock flea market in in, uh, Asbury Park and selling at the Strange Exchange in Montclair and these other places where I would set up. And it would be for a day, obviously, but you would sell stuff. And I thought, you know, I have an eye for finding stuff and I have an eye for displaying stuff. Let me try it in an actual physical location. So that's, this is an experiment. This store hasn't even been open, I don't know how many weekends. I would say maybe a dozen weekends at this point. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. and how's it going so far? So far, um, I'm willing to hang in there a while longer and see what happens Good after you, a year or two years or three years. Yeah, I, I do Good feel you, like man. this that's... is something, if I figure it out, I can do, but I, I'm not sure I figured it out entirely yet, Kerry. I, I can't, Honestly, I, I think it's so important for for people like you with like you know, I, I'm just going to throw it out there: good taste mm-hmm. and an eye for for uh, you know interesting. That that is a, a counter to the the mass produced bullshit that like everybody <laughs> is just obsessed with, you know. It, yeah, and it's going to. It's it's literally going to be like the uh, I don't want to like be too insulting, but the smarter people who are going to understand what your business plan is and are going to support you. And I wish you all of the best luck because Thank you're you. doing well, exactly what I've always kind of wanted to do. All right, um, cool. Well, y- you, you know, know, I I I I had like a little meme before that I was going to throw out, and I have about three minutes to do it, but um. I'm a New York Times reader. I mean, no, you know, pe- pe- people have the New York Times on their, you know, phone or, or their computer, and they get fed articles. But there's a lot in the New York Times every day, and I like to, you know, you know I can't afford it, so I go to the library to look through it. But you, you know, you browse through it, and there are these it's the little articles, the odd stuff that like catch me, mm. and that I get interested in read, and then I share them, and just. You know, embrace them, but you don't. If, if you if, if you just like have the New York Times on the internet, you're not seeing all the little stuff. They're giving you the the main news feed and stuff, but if you have, you know, the brick and mortar. Need I say the brick and mortar broadsheet New York Times? You can go through it yourself Library. and browse and find all the really cool stuff. And that's what it's Excellent about for point. me. Yeah, and um. You know, you come to a store like this, you know, not even knowing that there's something you want, and then you see something that you know you always have needed to have. Right now, there's this uh, ukulele. It's a Gretsch ukulele. It's um, a pale bu- wow. blue, and the body is uh, round and it has a great sound. It's just like. Oh my God! It's it's just. Can you play something? You want to play something in the three minutes? Sure, I'll try. I mean, be careful with the headphones. I don't know how far they'll stretch, but yeah, feel free to. Because I was going to ask you to pick that up or the twelve string or something, but let's hear the ukulele. (laughs) I don't know if I'm in tune. Does it really matter? It's so beautiful. (laughs) You know. I tried to tune that sucker earlier. I I tuned it. It's like. My dog has fleas. You know that's, that's how you should do something about that. It's not good. Dog has fleas. <laughs> well, you know, when, you, 
when Todd and I arrived in Seattle, my, my housemate, Emily, my old friend, she plays the ukulele, and I have, like, a really shitty old, you know, six string. I think it only had five strings at the time. And, Keith uh, Richards Todd makes do with five strings. Let me see that thing. Ukulele the, yeah, and, we had a jam. For like, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that that was really fun. I forgot, you know, that was a, a fun night. <laughs> Hard instrument to play a ukulele, huh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? We're almost out of road. I'm going to say goodbye to Carrie for the second yeah, yeah. time and see, thank see him you, man. again. Uh, well, thank, thank you. Talk to you soon. For Appreciate the on. call. I, yeah, I really... No doubt. I think I got him in mid sentence. Sorry well, about that. Well, you know, it's like uh, you won't take offense. We gotta, we gotta make sure we watch the clock we got about a minute and a half uh thanks again to todd norlander yeah thanks for having me on the show for being it's, here it's fun, you know? on the houndnyc.com where again uh if you j- join us on sundays at 3 p.m eastern you got a new hound howl by <laughs> crashing the party do up chop chop of the air with mark and miriam and uh we'll be back again on next friday it, meanwhile tuesday you can hear a replay of this show at 6 p.m. Eastern, and then uh, it becomes a podcast somewhere between the two, between now and Tuesday. As soon as I can get to it, I'll turn it into a podcast. Don't forget that cave at 106 Partition Street under Pop Vintage, open now three days on the weekend, Friday through Sunday, noon to 5. We'll be down here again tomorrow and Sunday, noon to 5, so do drop in if you can. Hey, Todd, thanks a lot. You want to play us out with something? Sure, fast? sure. Yeah, man. Look out, mama, there's a white boat coming up the river. <laughs>